With about 60,000 tracks uploaded daily on Spotify alone, it's easy for anyone to get lost in the mix. So let's try to reverse the odds of being found. My guests are from the creative and business side of the music scene. We talk about what inspires them, their process, and the practical steps they've been taking to get noticed. I'm Saina, your host. Welcome to the show. On this episode, I talk to Joshua, aka Jakari, a producer based in Southeast London. His latest and biggest achievement was co-producing Passion by Pink Panthers, which has hit nearly 6 million streams on Spotify. Jakari has lots of projects on the go that he talks about, including producing and playing for Belle Cobain, playing in Esquelo's band and exploring composition for film. So here's our chat. Hi Joshua, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are yeah, you? good, Afternoon. good. I'm very, I'm very hot currently. I've had to close the yeah. windows and it's yeah, yeah. pretty hot today. Yeah, yeah, I'm boiling. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for coming on the show. How's the last few months been for you in terms of music? It's probably been like some of the best months ever, really. That's good. I've just been like, I found a creative pocket uh, and like a creative zone that I proper love. Also, I had a tune that I produced for an artist called Pink Pantherus come I out. I was going to mention that, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good tune. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, it's done really well. And I'm just happy that it's, um, it's done yeah. well. It's good. Do you feel like that's kicked off a lot of things? It's given me a lot more... A lot of people have been hitting me up yeah. to make music and do sessions. And also, it's just been nice to, like... When you release a song that does really well, it's kind of like a bit of a confidence boost when yeah, you make Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good to know that you're that your music is being appreciated. Yeah, and you're making achievements and working towards the next step. Exactly, yeah. So what, what other stuff have you been working on? Other than that, I've been working with uh, an artist called Oscar World Peace recently. We've been working on just like, just working on tunes. He's a really good, really good brother. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to work with him. <laughs> working with um, Bel Cobain, who was one of the first artists I worked with ever. Osquello. So these all like singles then? Just like working on them as an artist, so building up to whatever their next project will be. Yeah, okay. Because I feel like, um, well, with me in particular, I don't really work with an artist like, okay, we're going to produce the next single. Like, I like to just work on music and then if it, whatever home it needs to be is kind of up to the artist. I just like to make as good music as possible. Also been working with like some new artists like Mother of Earth, Angel Seca. They haven't come out with much music yet, but they are about to and it's going to be really good. So watch out for them. So if we go back to how you got started, I know you play the guitar. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. How did you get started with the whole everything production? Well, my dad, my dad is a producer. Um, he was in a band called Smoke City in the 90s. And he, he made a lot of like, uh, like trip hop and like, yeah, just a lot of like really cool 90s stuff into the 2000s, making like Broken Beat. He was a part of the famous like Broken Beat scene, which was like a, mixture of like jazz and dance music nice yeah he was he was he was big into that so when I was young I was kind of when I would go and visit my dad I would always just be in the studio with him and seeing what he's doing but that that was kind of the environment I grew up in so it was kind of natural that I got into music yeah and and did he play the guitar as well my dad doesn't play any instruments but he made sure to get me like my mom was kind of even pushed me harder on the instrument side Made sure I went to like music classes. Yeah, yeah. Was around music from, from my whole life. 
Yeah, it definitely helps with production though, like playing an instrument. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because it's just another, it's another angle. You can make nice music without knowing how to play instruments. When you understand music and how a good song is written and how yeah. chords are written and how chords move, yeah, you can take it to another place. Yeah, like you can sample. Yeah. Great, but you know you're kind of limited to just what you yeah, can yeah. find. Pharrell said, Pharrell, I watched the interview with Pharrell, and he said chords are like coordinates. Okay, yeah, they they, they take you to different places. That makes sense. If you so if you know how if you know how to construct chord progressions and really write a song, you can take it to places that haven't been taken to before. Yeah, that makes sense. And then you're just learning new chords, and you're taking it to new places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So after that, you know, you learn from your dad, and then. How did that progress to going to your own music? It was just it just all started from just making beats on my dad's um MPC and I would burn them to C D and then like pass them around my school. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I started, like how people knew about my beats. I just used to make like little beat tapes and um people would rap to them in my in my primary school Old and that. School, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um it, and like the thing is like by this time people weren't even using CDs like that, but I was just like I was just on the CD thing. So I would just, yeah, burn CDs. Then I made a SoundCloud and then I started uploading to beats to SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. And my SoundCloud started getting some like attention. And then I produced a tune for this rapper called JY from Camden. Because that's the area that my, my dad grew up in. My dad's from, so I used to go to my dad's and that was where the studio was. But I'm from South, like Mitcham, Streatham area. Okay. So then one day I linked, I linked him I gave him a beat and then he made the beat and uh, then he made the tune and then my dad sent it to Giles Peterson and then Giles Peterson played it and then he, that, that song made it onto his compilation called Brownswood Bubblers and I was from there I was like oh rah like my music's actually good like people yeah. like people I respect like in these times I was like maybe 14, 15 and I was like yeah sick so from there I was like yeah I may as well just keep Take making beats. Take more seriously. Yeah. yeah. And then I, but I didn't probably take it seriously until I met Belle. And we was making tunes just for fun. And then we dropped the tunes and then they did, they did quite well. So then from there, that's when other people started taking notice of my yeah, production. Yeah. And then that's how my career kind of got started from there. Did you go to uni, music school, anything like that? I went to a music college called Elam. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And I left there last year. I'm in my, fir- I'm in my first year of uni right now, isn't it? Okay, cool. And is that music as well? No, I study like sound design, which oh, is like okay. which is like music for um for film. That's interesting. A- atmosphere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. Because I've been doing a lot of like scoring stuff, uh, scoring for visual and campaigns and That's magazines cool. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it's an, it's a whole other thing, isn't it? Like production with music and artists, but then that other side is is interesting as well. Yeah, that 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 other side is really um. It's really, uh, it's different in it because um, mm. to go f- to go to another quote that I love, Basquiat said, "Art, art is how we decorate spaces, and music is how we decorate time." But when you're de- when you're yeah. doing music for visuals, it's like you're literally de- it's like a mixture of both. It's like you're kind of you have a strong thesis to go off of. You have a strong uh, canvas already kind of painted on for you to just yeah, exactly. add, add bits on. It's more of a complimentary yeah, thing. Yeah, emphasise like the emotions behind what the, I guess if there's people in there or like the scenery and things exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's, it's very interesting um, because you're kind of, you're going into a different 
world of thought mm-hmm. when you're trying to decorate what is already there rather than create something from scratch. Yeah, and also, and it must be interesting because you're you're using different sounds like that you might not use when you produce for an artist. Yeah. You could go quite like sci-fi and things like that that yeah, you exactly, maybe exactly. use in a normal song. Yeah, I've always been interested in composition, actually. Yeah, nice. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's very it's an immersive thing. Uh it's really yeah. fun. Yeah, I did a score for um this thing for Even Standard magazine. Oh, and cool. uh, I just really delved into like a lot of just like synthy stuff, which I never really get into, like almost kind of Star Trekky Black Mirror soundtrack vibe. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Sick. Do you have synths? Um yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I've got um I've got some hardware synths uh, that I use, but mainly I use a lot of just like software stuff just because okay, yeah. ease of use. Yeah. In it. I don't really know, but you know how they say like a real synth doesn't like, it's just the real thing and you can't compare yeah, yeah, it or it's, something. It's, yeah, it's, it's a lot fatter. The sound's a lot warmer. Yeah, I can imagine. In reality, I see it like, it doesn't even matter what you use. Like, you can make tunes with anything, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, yeah. There's an artist I love called Steve Spacek. And like, I love his music so much. And he just makes all this stuff on the iPad. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So. What, but on what? Like Logic or, or Garage Gar- Band? Or Garage Band. Really? Uh, wow. But it's powerful. It's very powerful. Yeah. Like, you have to think about it. An iPad now is more powerful than the computers they were using in the late 90s, early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So it's like, and they was making classic records on computers in the 2000s, innit? So don't let money or gear or anything stop you from mm. creating. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We can go back to your release that you spoke about, Pink Panthers, or any other releases that you've recently done, or like any releases that you want to talk about. Take me through the steps of like how you went about creating that song. Yeah, we can. We can do. Yeah, we, let's talk about the most recent one, which was the Pink Panthers one. Uh, yeah, that one. I was in the studio with my close friend Isco, who I make a lot of music with. We make a lot of music together. We've got a lot of music coming out in the future. But for that session, we just, um, because her music, she likes that kind of like jungle, old school jungle flavor with a kind of futuristic like twist to it. So I just wrote some chords on the guitar and just kind of trying to channel like that kind of nostalgic R&B flavor. Yeah. I I wrote the chords on guitar, then I played some keys. uh, And then Izzy just did like, his signature, like, just, like, jungle breaks, drums. So the beat was done before and then she laid her vocals or was the song written before? Uh, no, no, it was just, it was all done just, like, organically. There and then, together. Yeah, yeah okay. there and then. Yeah, so we just wrote wrote the chords, wrote the beat, and then she came up with that vocal, um, her vocal, and we just recorded it. Yeah. And that was it. Literally, yeah. it was pretty <laughs> simple. easy. Easy, simple process, yeah. What made it do so well? What do you, I mean, obviously... Besides the fact that it's a good song, but was there something? Was it behind a label or anything? Oh yeah, I mean, her. She's a sick artist, isn't it? Like she's yeah. She blew up without a label through the kind of through TikTok and um, okay, right, various yeah. other social medias that that can blow you up these days. So she kind of blew up through there. But I think her music is just very as it's very individual and it's very catchy and it's like mm-hmm. quite genius in a lot of ways. So I think. Even if TikTok didn't exist, you probably still would have found a way to blow up. Do you know what I mean? That music's so you good. reckon it was mainly TikTok? Because it's crazy now, people blowing up on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, it's like 
it's TikTok, but TikTok is only, she's only blowing up off of TikTok because a lot of people are on TikTok and yeah, people of course, are watching yeah. there. But if it was like years ago, then, you know what I'm saying? If someone heard that song, they would remember the song, innit? Mm-hmm. Good music is undeniable, innit? It's just the, the mediums that we discover it change and they will, they will always change. Yeah, of course. But she is, she is obviously signed to a label. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Do you personally have a manager or anyone behind you? Not really at the moment, like kind of, but like not really. Like I'm not in a rush to get a manager. Like if things become unbearable and I can't handle my shit myself, then I will definitely get a manager. But as of right now, I just keep all the moves in house just with me and my peoples and my family. They help me out. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I mean, as long as you've got a circle, that's the important thing, right? So Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm around people that I think... Um, that A, they know music and they know the industry and they care about me as a person and I yeah. care for them. So we all just kind of help each other out on our own endeavours, you know. That's good. You and uh, a few others and Esquelo did a gig the other day, a couple yeah. of days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually meant to come down, but... Um, oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no. Oh, Matt. Yeah, I think I think um, our good friend Matt Lamb just released his debut single called Rain. Check it out. It's beautiful. Very beautiful, delicately produced song. Okay, I'll have a listen. Really lovely, yeah. Um, And he just had like a little release party, and I, Fab Oscuelo, performed, and I, I DJed afterwards. It was, it was a nice little vibe. Yeah, it was all the way in West London. I don't, I don't really go to West London. I don't really. Do you not know? I don't really do West London. Yeah, it was fairly. I mean, I'm in Northwest, so it was fairly close to me. But um, yeah, so so that was just DJing. You were just DJing at the end. Yeah, yeah, just DJing. Okay, cool. But gigs like I'm in, I play. In Fab's band. Yeah. I play in Bell's band as well, Bell Kobe. Yeah. And you play the guitar in both, yeah? Yeah. Have you got any gigs coming up? I do, but I couldn't tell you the dates right yeah. now. Yeah. No, that's cool. Just keep, keep, just keep your eyes on those two artists and you'll... But no, I'm playing one in the Jazz Caf in September. That's one that I remember. Oh, that's sick. And I'm playing yeah. Cross the Tracks Festival and Wild Pass Festival with Bell. That's cool. What does a typical day look like for you? And I'm sure every day varies, but you know... Uh, a typical day... Well, it depends, isn't it? Because like now it's summer, like things are opening yeah. back up. People are socializing more. I've been, um, I've been having a bit more fun, like going out and just like socializing and listening to music and dancing and stuff. Like a normal day, I probably wake up, drink some coffee, um, <laughs> drink some water, um, and then I just, just just like make music until I have until I have to leave. Like if I have to, if I have a session or go to a session. Go to a studio. Yeah. Uh, go to the park, play basketball. I like to keep my life simple, innit? Go yeah, see my yeah. girlfriend, read some books, play FIFA, yeah. watch movies. Because you're at uni. Do you have a part-time job or anything? No, I don't have a part-time job. Well, I had a part-time job for maybe two weeks, got fired. It's oh. <laughs> a shame. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I just... Not uh, for you. Not for me, no. Yeah, I guess enough. like. Because like you see how people earn money on the side when they go yeah. uni. Like I guess music is my that is that for me in it. Okay, yeah. you've got uni, so I guess you've got already a bit on your plate. Uni's not uh, uni for me is only as stressful as you make it. I kind of like to keep on top of it. Yeah, and keep keep it interesting and keep it relevant to my life outside of uni. Because when you do that that way, you can kind of complete uni to the best of your ability without it taken away from some of your other endeavors in life. Like I, I like to tie in a, like a lot of my uni assignments with my outside work. 
Yeah. Just so it's kind of like, it's more valuable than just a grade, you know? Yeah, because you don't want it to become a chore and like just something that you don't actually want to do. Yeah. I feel yeah, like a yeah. lot of people have done that with music. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, I've heard a lot, like you're probably like the first person I've heard when they're like, yeah, I'm doing something music related and I love it. Like a lot of people say... They're like, oh, it feels like a waste of time or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but the, but the reason why I did that is because I made sure to not do a music degree. I made sure to do a degree that is slightly left of music. Mm, yeah. So it's given me a new a new look into the world of sound and it's like not even music, really. We don't yeah. learn much music. It's more just like psychoacoustics, sound, how sound can fill spaces, how sound works for screen, surround sound, different recording methods. Uh, like Foley, yeah, and like different ways of processing sound, sound culture. It's like, it gets deep, innit? Like, it gets deep without getting, like, learning about music theory. Because I did that in college, so I, I don't think I need to do that much anymore. And, and I've, I've learned music theory from when I was young, so I don't feel the the necessity to have to make that an academic pursuit in my life. And do you reckon, like, after uni, you'll go more down that route with um with sound sound yeah, yeah i that's i'm always going to be a producer and produce records and do what i do now but that route is something i'd love to also go down in my life but obviously we'll see how it pans out but i'd love yeah. to love to do that stuff I'm, I'm working on some exciting things with um a couple couple people i know that are in more of the film world and oh that's cool yeah so you know some people yeah yeah, yeah. um Quick shout out to um, Sandy Crow, Jamie Flatters, genius, yeah, genius. He's an actor, musician, overall visionary. He's a he's a very ins- inspirational person to me. He's my close friend, but he um yeah he's he's very inspirational to me. Just the way he thinks. Yeah, yeah. Working on some film stuff with him, some music stuff with him, and Ben Bainbridge. Shout out Ben Bainbridge, videographer, um, another genius. So when you say that they they're like. I mean, you said he's an actor as well, but in film, is it short films or is it like in terms of like what your involvement is with these people? Oh well, um, well with Ben, uh, we've done like a couple short films, okay. a couple shorts, yeah. and like he does like scoring, he does like short little campaigns, uh, little things for like Evening Standard. Uh, he, does, he done something for the Evening Standard, done something for like a Celeste BTS, um, like lots of little short, cool little things, you know magazine stuff yeah and like he's really just like a really good videographer um so yeah like i've scored stuff for him and then jamie he's like he's an actor um but he's like he's working on like a feature a full-length feature film oh so nice as in he's he's like directing it or is it he's Uh, in a feature no he's written it he's written it oh cool but he's written the um the uh screenplay any any releases that we you can mention (laughs) coming out Recently, I did a remix for an amazing Brazilian artist called Luis Gabriel Lopez, which which came out on um, DLM Music, which is Delato Music. Uh, Delato are an, are an amazing, uh, legendary uh, Brazilian jazz, broken beat, London uh, duo. Patrick, um, Chris Frank and Patrick Forge, I just released um, a remix on their label. Or, um, I think I saw that actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So go check that. It's on. Um, yeah, it's, on yeah. it's on all platforms and stuff. It's um, it's like a, it's a reworking of a kind of more folky Brazilian, uh, spiritual song. 
kind of re- kind of reworked it into like a classic kind of dancey broken beat vibe. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. Go check out Brighter Days Family label, um, releasing just the best in UK dance music. Yeah. I've got plenty of things on that label. Recently, a uh, song called Explain just dropped, which is a collaboration with all of us, me, um, Isco, Izzy, uh, Eden, Lauren, Ralph from Blue Room Mafia, Gilly, Natanya, amazing singer who I'm working with as well. Also on our Nia Archives on the, vid- on the visual. Look out for Nia Archives. Got plenty of stuff with her coming. Yeah, just keep an eye nice, out. Yeah. Keep your ear to Got the streets. Got loads man. going on. <laughs> yeah, also, also big up Silhouettes Project. Working with them. Great people. Route 73 is, was, is a key part of my musical development. It's one of the first studios I ever went to. And those guys have really helped me a lot. In, way, in ways they probably don't know, but... And yeah, just keep 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 your ear to the streets. Yeah, man. yeah. Good vibes. Um, your Instagram, Jakari. Jikar- yeah. I was saying. Jakari right. Ken. Yeah, Jakari. I'll be Ken. all in the show notes anyway. Thank you for chatting to me. Yeah, and thank you. Um, thank you very much. We'll speak soon. <laughs> yeah, man. What's right. up? Thanks, bye. Big love. See you If you need to rewind back to the songs and artists that Joshua mentioned, make sure you go do that now and check out his work. Or you can go on his Instagram, which will be in the show notes. So hope you enjoyed this episode and see you next week.